0: Welcome to Divinity 648. My name is Christina, and I am a high vibrational energy sensitive. This episode is a channeling episode for the energy collectively. This means all zodiac signs are being influenced and affected by this energy due to the current planetary shifts, alignments, rotations, um, whatever you want to call what's going on, right? And the new moon energy, right? So collectively, randomly getting sick, randomly feeling fatigue, seeing things for what they are. You are repeating karmic cycles. This is your new opportunity to address things in a different way so that way you never have to repeat these cycles again so look at your life look at the things you are going through what is it that is repeating itself and how are you going to address it differently this time around Collectively, you are going to be releasing yourselves from your everyday routine, everything that's going on, right? You're somehow, someway, with a new perspective, revamping everything in your space. So if you're at work, you're reorganizing file cabinets and restructuring um, the way that you flow in your in your role of what you're doing, right? Or something new has been executed and, and you're taking charge, you're, you're basically Taurus energy, grabbing it by the horns and handling business. So if you are fed up with uh, the, the backlog on your desk, you're just cleaning through stuff, right? You're plowing through it. And while you're doing what you need to do, you're reflecting as you're doing it to see what is wasteful, what is wasting time, what is not effective. You are naturally, unconsciously looking for ways to make the most of your time because now that we have all collectively ascended to 5D, the few who are still in third dimensional living, um, they're just toxic as fuck amongst each other. But they are getting their karmic uh, dues, right? Um, harvest season, reaping what you, you know, it's it's like... Uh, the fruits of your labors, you're you're enjoying them or you're getting, you know, what's due to you because of the energy that is in this dynamic because of your past karmic actions. Cause there's a lot of karmics out there who have been listening and, and reading and learning and trying to catch up and, and pull themselves out. And unfortunately, they're not understanding the difference between the five soul groups, right? You have to do the work. You have to actually have the mindset, the intentions, the motives that you you can't manipulate gaslight or trick karmic law. You can't sit there and say to yourself, well, I'll be good all month long and then I'll be able to go do this and everybody will forget this and they'll never even think about that. And you think you got away with certain actions, but you're reaping your rewards for past actions. And this is the month of May, right? So the vibration of this month is change, transformation growth either you doing the work continuously to be able to ascend or you're going to keep repeating the cycles and when I say you can't manipulate your way through this it's like someone does something really horrible right let's just say um whatever however it applies close your eyes and take a deep breath and really hear what I'm saying you have someone in your life who for the longest time probably 10 years 15 years or the entire time that you've known them have done things like gaslighting or you know they'll they'll be like uh involved with the opposite sex for just financial security or gain or clout or, you know, they'll uh, befriend someone just so they can get that clout, that recognition, you know, or they'll uh, betray their friend for someone else only to realize it was not a smart move, right? And now they're stuck and they've lost out on certain things that they can't get back. But now they're dealing with a similar situation with another person or somehow some way the energy, the dynamic is the same with different individuals or in a different area of their life. But the energy's still there. It's still the same thing. Like, am I gonna jump ship here to go chase clout over there? Like, did I learn my lesson when I did that last time? Kind of deal. Or like, um, for for me, uh, this energy feels like, yeah, it feels like you know that flight that flighty feeling. It feels like. The karmic energy lesson that's huge right now is this is your opportunity to correct yourself and handle things very differently than your normal routine, right? So if you are in a twin flame journey and you guys are always back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, right? Right. Usually, in this part of your twin flame journey, you would uh let's say every time this year, okay. I know someone personally who said to me, Every time this year, we get into a fight and uh you know we don't talk to each other for the whole summer, and then uh we start talking to each other again, and everything's great again, and then This time again next year, she just goes batshit crazy again. And we break up. And it never fails. It's the same shit every fucking year. You know, this person was so frustrated saying this to me. And I'm like, yeah, this is your karmic. (laughs) And this could be your twin flame if you can help this person elevate or in ascend and do that work. But right now, because of their actions and their level um, where their vibration is, they're karmic. They can't change their behavior without some serious healing and, and inner work, right? And and I'm explaining this to this person, and this person is like, uh, you know, in one ear out the other, like usual. And they get into that dynamic with that person. And they try, they try, they try, and boom. It's like shit just goes right back to the way that it used to be. I don't understand. Everything was going so good. You know, I really thought this time around everything was going to be great. We, we talked. I, I explained every year you do the same thing. I'm tired of this. And the person never changed because the person's still doing the same stuff. They don't realize what they need to grow from. Right? And then she, so she tells me how she felt like uh, this was really like the year where things were going to get great between them. And I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for her to take a deep breath and actually listen to what she's saying. We go through this every year. Well, maybe this year I need to handle things differently. Because every year we get back together, and every year we go really good, and then motherfucker gets comfortable, and shit just goes right back to the way that it used to be. Well, maybe this year, you get back together, and everything's going great, but you continue to hold them accountable for their behavior, for their demeanors, for their aggressions, for their trials, right? Maybe this time around, instead of just acknowledging how great things have been and how you go through this every year, you say, I'm sorry. I can't do this shit anymore. Either you get on medication or you go see a therapist or you stop drinking or you stop smoking or you change your number and you completely cut off these people or you stop going on those websites or um, you quit that job or, you know, you give this up. Like, Like it's time to stop clinging on to shit that's weighing you down. And weighing you down energetically, right? It's that thing that's anchoring you to the three-dimensional world. Newsflash. Living in the 5D is amazing. And as you continue to grow and work on yourself and you raise your vibration to a higher dimension, you look down at the 5D as if it was the 3D, except there's no toxicity, right? It's like people always say, I want to have heaven on earth. Well, do the work. You know, if they always say things like, uh, be the change you wish to see around you. Well, if you're changing yourself and doing the work and raising your vibration, everything around you changes. You no longer, you know, it's like, um, I ruffle feathers everywhere I fucking go. And I don't even know I'm doing it until... Whoever's feathers I've ruffled starts getting catty and petty and toxic and low vibrational. And then I sit there and I reflect on myself instantly because I always need to stay in alignment with myself, right? I do the work because I understand crystals are internal influences just as much as they are external influences. I understand that my body is primarily water, and water is impacted greatly by the moon, right? High tide, low tide, rough seas, calm seas. The moon kicks ass with massive bodies of water. And here we are, these small bodies of water, and we think that the water in our brain isn't going to be influenced or impacted by the fucking moon. It blows my mind. It's like, what is wrong with you people, you know? And then it's like that documentary that's on my website's uh, recommendation page of water, The Secret of Water. You can watch it on Amazon. It's like $3 to watch it. These scientists put water under microscopes and they tested it all out to see how water reacts. And it's like, you pray over it, it comes to life. You pray over it and it just flourishes like a flower, blooming. Right, you you put heavy, loud metal music around it and it kills the sound, like it kills the water. You you put Bach or Beethoven or anything that's beautiful around it and it flourishes, it's like it comes back to life instantly, and it radi- it's just gorgeous, right? Well, think about that: your body's water. So if you're constantly having negative thoughts in your mind. You're talking to that water, and that water is also in your brain, not for nothing. That's why when we say, oh, you've got a chemical imbalance, yeah, of course you do. Your fucking water in your brain is toxic as fuck. Clean that shit. Filter it out the way that we filter faucet water, right? Filter yourself. You know, whenever your mind... Number one, you're not supposed to be stuck in your head. Your physical head, the forehead, right your head think of that like a dream catcher or uh, a spider web shit gets caught there right it's it's like the spam folder in your email you can you gotta see what's in there if you want it great read it keep it do whatever you want to do or delete it so when things are stuck in your head number one It's like being on the drawing board, writing on a marker board or a chalkboard or a pen and paper. You're thinking about the things that you really need to address, but you're not physically taking the actions. So it stays up there waiting for you to be like, okay, let me work on this. A good way to clear that is write it all down and actually work on it. You know, one of my clients is like, uh, Oh, uh, for them it was um, relocating, and I'm like, okay, well, what do you need to do to relocate? Where do you want to relocate? What's your blockage? What's going on? And they let me know, and I'm like, okay, well, number one, where's the list? Uh, up right here in my brain, and I and I never get it out of my head. I'm always thinking about this. I mean, I can't sleep at night, and I'm like, yeah, because you're you're. Your catch is full. Your spider webs full. Your dream catcher is cluttered and dirty and dusty, right? The the sink is clogged. The toilet's clogged. It's it's so much shit in there. You can't function. It doesn't work like it's supposed to. So you could write it, everything down, and then you got to actively follow up, and then your mind stays clear. You know, you do things like breathing, or um, when I first noticed that I was in a 5.8 dimension. And I was there for a very fucking long time. um, Very long time. But when I noticed I was there, they didn't tell me it was 5.8. They just said 5.8. Um, and I started, that's when I noticed that the whole like, you know, the mind racing and what do I got to do? And, and they started Teaching me things like, and when I say they, I say higher power, right? I, I mean the divine. My business name is Divinity Six Four Eight for a reason, right? Um, that's a whole nother episode, but think about the things that I say, akashic records. Think about things like uh, divine wisdom, divine knowledge, universal knowledge, ancestral wisdom right um when when they were teaching me things like molecular sciences they started to teach me other <laughs> incredible amazing things like working with different flames every soul ray has a corresponding flame and the most recent lesson i got with this whole energy shift and remember i'm 220 days i've had of everything um so before everybody started feeling the effects of the the shift now that everybody's, you know, getting sick, headaches, I just need to rest, I'm feeling run down, you know, my mind, you know, all that stuff is because we're at the end of this ascension, this shift. And when I say the end, I don't mean the end of it. I mean, like, the transition is, comp- is just about wrapped up. Right. You're going to be after the finish line pretty soon or that butterfly that once was a caterpillar is, is about to break through that cocoon kind of deal or just broke through and is realizing like, holy shit, I've got wings. I'm no longer a caterpillar kind of shit. That's what I'm talking about. OK, when I say the end of it, you are needing to filter through things and address things in a different manner. You know, um, if it's relationships, really evaluate past behaviors and tendencies and cycles and, you know, lessons and ask yourself if you're done with it. And if you are not and you want to hold on, then hold on. But you're going to keep dealing with karmic cycles and toxicity and drama and unnecessary things that you don't need to deal with. Or you can start holding people accountable and addressing things up front. And when I say holding people accountable, you always have to hold yourself accountable before you hold somebody else accountable, right? Like, um, I'm very conscious of when I'm not doing something because it it's like a red flag for me. Like, it's in my head. And we're not supposed to stay stuck in our heads. Back to what I was saying before I got on the whole like dream catcher um, examples. We're not supposed to be up there. We're supposed to be listening to our intuition and trusting our intuition and, and, you know, using that as the dominant way of working through our problems and getting through things. And intuition is your gut, right? It's where that baby grows it's almost like we don't even realize it but the female body is almost like a portal right that female's body is what's growing a human being right it's it's like the womb life is is created there so your intuition is there that portal that 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 connection that energy your root chakra, you need to be working down there, not up in your head, okay? So when you're chasing things around in your head, you need to realize if the stuff I'm trying to work through in my mind was for the best interest of me, I wouldn't even be thinking about it because I'd just be going with the flow and, and, and be living, It wouldn't even be in my mind, right? Because when stuff is in your mind, it's like red flag, hello, hi, hello, I'm here. But if everything's in alignment with you and where you're going in your path and, you know, everything's on the up and up, it's not in your head. It's not even a thought. I mean, you're dealing with it, but it's not occupying so much time. It's not, you know, it's like the other stuff in your life that you're not focused on. And it's so important to stay with balance, too. Um, So important. So trust your gut, your intuition, your higher power, meaning, you know, whoever you look to for, you know, that, that one, right? Because when I... Number one, I'm a vi- high vibrational energy sensitive. I'm not a psychic, but I can do psychic things. I'm not a medium, but I definitely do mediumship and so much more. So for me, my primary language is not verbal communication. It's energy. It's definitely energy. Some like a, I have a hidden gems episode um, on my website on who is Divinity 648. And at the very end, I've got two different clients who had uh, did a Q and A with me, where I asked them real questions, real feedback, no filter, like "What's up?" And they even one of them was saying, "You know, I knew I wanted to meet with you. I, I found you from this person." and like right before i met with you i don't know what it was but i started craving peppermint and this and that and and she's like saying all these things to me and i'm sitting there laughing in my head because the minute i actually met with her i'm like oh girl you need peppermint in your life and and you know um this is in my head but while we're doing our session um i like to tell my clients you know i'm drinking this type of a tea or i've got this type of a um, I work with Young live Living Essential Oils. So I'll, I'll say that I have this from the Vitality line and it's in my mouth. So if you're feeling peppermint in your mouth, it's because I just put a drop on my tongue. Um, or, you know, like if I have a certain candle going, I'll tell them the smell and explain it to them. And this is because whenever I do a session, I energetically ground you. All of my clients get uh, grounded energetically. I anchor the energy um, in their space as well as their entire aura, your entire energy gets anchored um, to the earth. Uh, So that way you're calm, you're grounded, you're collected, you're whole during our session instead of everywhere else, right? You're able to actually be in the now. Um, And when you're grounded and I'm grounded with you, I ask for permission to step into your energy. And that is so important because I respect boundaries 100%. I stand in the purest translucent energy. So I cannot cross boundaries. I will not do it. I don't care what people think of me and how they talk about me. It's like, yeah, I know, I hear it, but I don't need to act like you because my life, my mindset is so much better in translucent energy than being weighed down in toxicity with the bullshit, right? So I respect boundaries. So I always ask for permission to step into your energy. And if uh, some of my clients, if I do like remote healing or I'm sending healing to family and friends. I ask their highest self for permission. I never just step over uh, that line. So I ground you. I cleanse that, you know, I cleanse the room energetically when I ground. And then I step into your space. So if I have peppermint in my mouth, you have peppermint in your mouth. You can taste it. You can smell it. Okay? If I'm drinking cold, cold, cold water, you get the chills. Um, if I'm drinking hot tea, you get that that sudden warmth. When I ground your energy, you feel heavy. You know, you're like, oh yeah, I feel it. You know, my legs are wicked heavy. Sometimes, a lot of the times, clients will tell me, no, I can't even lift my feet right now. I can't lift my hands right now. Some of them who are really healthy, they don't even need any of that, but it's mentally mentally they're not grounded so mentally it's only in their head it's in their head space that they're being affected by the grounding because that's where they need it only you know um but that's why I call out smells whether we're on the phone or in person so that way you don't think you're crazy and you don't confuse it with your loved ones bringing things through I do mediumship This means when I am channeling and I am in your space, if your loved one has their hand on my shoulder, you feel it. Like their hand is on your shoulder, right? Um, Or if their hand is on your shoulder, usually I'm the one who can feel it so I can describe it to you and tell you, you know, all these things. I got tired of doing it. It's like, I don't want to have to explain to my clients, your aunt is is hugging you right now. I want them to feel it. So I energetically learned molecular science with my guides, with my higher self. And I was able to um, learn how to transfer the energy instantly. Um, And that is how sessions work with me at my office and that is why my company name is divinity648 there's so much more than what you guys are doing on tiktok with cow tongues and all this other shit you know there's so much more to life than oh my god is he thinking about me oh my god did she call me oh my god it you know does she miss me oh my god uh Uh, she's not listening to sad songs on the radio. She's not listening to this, like what is going on in her head? And it's like, you know, and I'm not talking about me personally. I'm talking about clients and things that I'm hearing when I'm interacting in collective energy, because before I came on here, I was channeling and getting the collective energy from this, uh, transformative shift, um, into, The 5D as a whole, right? And that was the energy. It was repeating karmic cycles. You're actually entered into 5D. Either you're staying or you're not. Either you want to be translucent and you want to be clean and you want to raise your vibration and have a better way of living, right? Heaven on earth. Or you don't want it. You have free will. You can stay in 3D. You can stay with the, you know, substance abuse dependencies. You can stay with the, um, you know, he's cheating on me. This is happening. It's like after a while, you look at things completely differently. You know, like the twin flame journey. Twin flames, Like, let me just clarify. I did this on my other platform. I clarified what twin flames were on the other platform um twin flames is number 1 we are all energy right quantum physics we know this we're all energy water is a conductor for energy which is why the majority of our body is water not for nothing it the inside of our I mean whatever i'm not going there um so we're primarily water, right? We're energy. We, energy, like, you know, it gravitates to similar energy. It's, it's like that magnetic pole. Either you're rejecting it, right, when the two magnets uh, push away from each other or they are forcing each other, you know, attaching to each other. Energy's like that, okay? Either you are a magnet to certain people or you repel them. Like Hayoka empaths, I am 6.7 Native American, 6.7 percent Native American. I have Hayoka empath traits. I have the energy in me and my children. So I automatically reflect that platinum protective energy, that, that shielding, that my energy is so translucent and so clean to the best of my ability, as long as I'm not tainting it, right? I'm not perfect. I like to do, you know, low vibrational shit sometimes. That sometimes people, when they come at me, you know, they're not realizing I protect my energy naturally because of my ancestry. So when you're throwing catty, toxic behavior towards me, one I'm able to shake that shit off. It just bounces off me. I can hear the noise from it bouncing off of me, but I'm not feeling the impact because I'm protected. I'm guarded. I'm grounded. It doesn't mean I don't know about it. It just means I'm above it, right? And there's other hayoka empaths out there, and other people who really work hard on their energy, and this applies for them too. But the energy bounces off of my energy, right? The negative toxicity just bounces off, and I can hear it and after a while, it's kind of like it needs to get addressed, you know, and these people who are sending those negative vibes. When that vibe bounces off of me, it does like a complete U-turn and swings right back at them. So whatever they send towards me, it literally just bounces off of me and flies right back at them. And they'll be looking at it and coming at me from a low direction. And it's kind of like, well, why are you behaving this way? I'm not even looking at you. I'm not even talking to you. I don't even give a shit. You know, it's like certain individuals will drive by my house and I'll see them. I'll see them outside my house. So I'll see them drive by my house and I'll, you know, I'll address it. Before I would ignore it and be like, yep, here we go again. Now I address it. I'll pick up the phone. I'll be like, hey, what's up? You know, and then right away, I love it when people say, oh, you live on a busy street. I was just driving by. And it's like, yeah, really? Because I am a huge people watcher. And when people drive by, they're doing any and everything but staring at my house where I live in my driveway, right? They're looking at their phones, they're playing with the radio, they're talking to someone, they're looking all over the place, so they're staying straight. They're not, their eyes are not fixed on my driveway or the front porch before they even make it to the property. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm a people watcher. They taught me psychology, I don't know, four or five years ago. And when I say they, I mean higher power, higher self, right? One, whoever you consider your one to be. Um, I know that there's four, right? We have four human races. Man was created in the image of God, not just physically, And until somebody can show me where it says that, I don't want to hear nothing about what I just said. So we don't all look the same, which means newsflash, four gods created four human races in their image, not just physically. Okay? Isn't it funny? Four gods, four seasons, four moon quarters. For, um, you got north, south, east, west. I'm just trying to connect some dots for you. It's like we have scientifically proven some intense shit, but nobody's out loud about connecting it all together, right? It's like, um, we got places like New Orleans and Flint, Michigan with that water crisis. And then we've got all this ice melting and we're panicking because it's going to overcome and flood our cities. And it's like, yeah, what are we doing about it? Are we harvesting it? We'll, we'll, we'll spend millions in oil destroying the ocean, but we won't go and harvest the water, the ice, and, and filter it out really good and learn about what's in it. learn about our history by researching that water before we clean it and giving these communities fresh clean water which is all tainted and polluted right like if you go on the website and I have to I'll have to post it in one of the um I'll I'll find a way to post it somewhere and I'll update it but um there's a website that you can go to with the the DEP Department of Environmental I don't even know what it's called anymore um the d e p has like uh they they watch the water right like they test the water and then they post all of the the contaminants and what their limits are and you know if you actually look at it, it's like wow, my local city water has what sixteen to nineteen. Contaminants and all of them are cancer-causing, and all of them exceed um, what is it? The CDC? I don't even know. It exceeds the limits, right? But yet, nothing's being done about it. You know, they've they've got doctors from this area who have tied H. pylori in um, stomach ulcers and gastro uh, problems and stomach cancer to the water condition because of the the shit that goes into the water, right? The, the bird poop and all this great stuff. But yet we do nothing about it. We just let it happen. And we just like, oh, well. Meanwhile, you've got ice melting that is, you know, going to totally wipe us out. And instead of us like actually taking action in the appropriate manner, we're doing everything but, you know, it's like, Let's find another planet to live on, which we did find, by the way, we just too far from it Um, right now anyway, right? Because everything is in rotation. Galaxies are in rotation or instead of saying rotation, I should say orbits, right? Like we orbit around things just like the planets orbit around us. Our system orbits around other systems, which orbits around other systems and then the cluster of our systems and their systems orbits around a whole other system. It's it's phenomenal. But it's like, you know, we, we tend to think of things like a tiny little grain of sand on a beach. That's that's where we're at. That's who we are. We're this tiny, tiny, tiny grain of sand on a big ass beach. And, and we think we're like the biggest, coolest shit on the beach thinking like yeah you know blah 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 we know there's some millions of stars everywhere but we're like the only planet that has inhabitants, and blah 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 it's crazy it's like how small-minded do you have to be to actually believe that so back to what the whole point of this channeling sorry we are ascending collectively into the 5d we are also in the month of may which is the vibration of five Beautifully enough, 2021 numerology breaks down to the number five. So every month is the uh, catalyst or the amplifier for the energy of the year that you're in, right? So 2021 is the year of change, transformation. Think of it like... 2019 we were that freaking caterpillar that crawled into that cocoon and now we're breaking out of that cocoon and realizing we're a completely different fucking species we're now butterflies and we can fly and you know we we drink you know we eat differently right we eat differently fruits water veggies nuts avoid flesh you have to avoid the flesh it's only going to make your soul more dense and heavy and low vibrational And seafood is flesh. If you are eating the inside or the outside of a living thing, you are eating flesh. And fruits, nuts, veggies is not an animal, right? I mean, it is in a way because they're living, but their purpose is for us. That's why our insides are not the same as a lion. We're not supposed to be eating all the shit that they're supposed to be eating, right? Um, But anyway, vibration, five for the year, vibration five for the month. You amplify that shit. That's the karmic lesson. That's the karmic energy that we're in. It's transformation. It's either blue pill, red pill at this point. Um, A lot of people unconsciously just already made the choice. We pretty much already made that choice before we got here, right? Of course. And that's it. That's what you're dealing with. Regardless of where it is in your life, that's what you're dealing with. I don't care what your sign is. All your sign means to me is how you're dealing with it. You're still dealing with it. Everyone is. The placement of your zodiac is just the way that you're dealing with it. It's, you know, if you have Taurus in your fifth house, well, that's probably where all the chaos is going down right now. Or if you have like... um, I don't know, that's probably where it's going down right now. That was crazy. But the point of the matter is you look at all of your placements and you look at what's going on planetary-wise and and what those placements mean and how those zodiac signs uh, review things, what their perspectives are, what their tendencies are. Because, you know, the sun sign is one thing. That's your overall. That's like um that's like the black lines of like a picture you're coloring, like in a coloring book. Let's let's tear a page out of a coloring book, okay? Real quick. The black lines is your sun sign. The very middle of each section in those black lines, the ones that you usually um it's like. You got the black lines, you get your colored pencil, and then you shade in a little darker. You follow all the black lines, and you shade it in dark. And then as you go towards the middle, you go lighter, right? Right? Just like your body is like an actual vessel. And as you go inside and you go to the layers, you realize it's just fluids in the core, right? It's after the, the flesh, it's fluid, right? So after the black lines and the shading in around those black lines, you go really light. Because you are light, right? Remember earlier I started to talk about we are energy, quantum physics. So your sun sign is those black lines. The moon sign is the darker shaded in portions, right? And then as you go through your birth chart, you get to the core. In the core is your Uranus, okay? That the nice middle parts that are really lightly shaded, that's your Uranus placements. So you want to look at your Uranus placements. You want to see what all of the influences, what the perspectives are from those zodiacs. Because every zodiac sign sees things differently. So when they say, oh, Taurus, new moon in Taurus, you have new perspectives, And the glasses that you're wearing to see these perspectives is Taurus energy. So you look up Taurus. How does a Taurus behave? You know, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And then you apply that and you look at yourself and you're like, okay, I need to check myself and make sure I'm not stepping out of line because, you know, before you can check someone else, you always check yourself, right? Before you throw shade at someone else or pass judgment on someone else, you, you convict yourself, you reflect on yourself. That's why what I mean about having heyoka or translucent energy, right? It's like when negative low vibrational energy bounces off of us, we hear it, we don't feel it, but we reflect on it. And just like we're reflecting on it, it bounces back to whoever the sender is, and now they have to reflect on it. And it's like, either you like what you see or you don't. And usually they don't like what they see, and that's when they start projecting negative bullshit towards you, and it's catty, and it's toxic, and it's like, what the fuck? Just leave me the hell alone. Stay in your lane. You're crossing in front of my lane. Like, get out of here kind of feeling, right? Right. Because they're not doing the inner work. They're not checking themselves. They're not saying to themselves, like, oh, shit, I don't even like this. And I'm the one who sent this energy. Let me fix myself. No, instead, they just keep sending more and more energy. You know? It's like we ruffle feathers without even knowing it. And and it's like it has nothing to do with us. You know? It really doesn't. And when you raise your vibration and you raise to a higher level and you pick that blue pill, red pill... And you decide to be translucent and you just stride, uh, excuse me, you make those strides. It's like after a while, the energy, when it bounces off of you, the sound is lower and lower and lower. It's more faint. It's more distant. And it's almost like, wait, did that really just happen? No, that didn't happen. Did she really just say that? No, she didn't say that. You know, some uh, someone was being like that with me um, in the workplace. And for the longest time, I would just let it bounce off me, bounce off me, bounce off me, bounce off me. And they would escalate. They would keep trying. Oh, that didn't work. Let me try this. Oh, that didn't work. Let me try that. And meanwhile, I'm sitting here in my head and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? This has nothing to do with me, right? Because my vibration is different and I'm not giving a shit what the fuck this person's in their head about. But then after a while, it's kind of like, do I continue? Remember, we're in transformation energy, karmic lessons. We're supposed to address things differently this time around. So it's like, do I keep ignoring the fact that there's a bouncing noise? Or do I open the door and be like, yo, who the hell's throwing the ball up against the house? What the fuck? Right? Right? So either you allow it to keep happening or you're addressing it. And that bouncing energy is going to be that karmic lesson. And for those of you on the twin flame journey or you're chasing all that hype, let me explain something to you. We are energy, right? Quantum physics. We are energy. (sighs) Go into a dark room with no light in there. Light a match. This is your flame because our soul is energy, and that radiates a color, and it radiates a feeling, and it's very uh, beautiful for the most part. Think of northern, uh, northern lights, right? That's our aura. That's our soul. That's our energy. That's what it looks like. So take that flame. And hold it in that black room. You see nothing in this room but that one flame. You can't even see your fingers holding the base of that that match stick, okay? You grab another flame, and it comes along. And you don't see who's attached to that flame. You just see the flame. And you're like, ooh, it's kind of like the same size as my flame. I think I vibe with this flame. Ooh, I like how that feels, you know? We're on the same level. And then that yin-yang energy comes in right? Where you are amazing at everything they're not, and they are amazing at everything you're not. And the key to that union is not to be insecure and threatened and intimidated, but to embrace the differences. So that way you guys can have balance. You balance each other out, yin-yang, right? Think about that. Look at what that, that symbol looks like. How how there's like a it's balanced, but it's not like a perfectly straight line, right? It's like give and take. Where you lack, I'm I fulfill. And where you are are thinned out, I'm full. You know, I bring more to the table there. There's no gap between us, regardless of how uh unbalanced, uh uneven our shapes are. So the twin flame journey is about being next to another flame and bouncing off that flame and becoming one with that flame. It doesn't mean you're stuck with that flame, right? Because if you're doing the inner work and you're growing and your flame is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and they don't want to grow, they don't want to get bigger, they want to stay the same. Well, now instead of them being one with you, Their small ass flame is burning the shit out of your base, right? Out of the matchstick or the finger holding it because that flame is so big. Your flame is so big and theirs is not that instead of them being one with you because you're on the same level, they're burning you. They're hurting you. And now you're not burning to your high potential because you're distracted at the pain that you're experiencing. And this is the twin flame journey. You know, it's like Barb Marley. Everybody's going to fucking hurt you. Find that one person that you don't mind being with and tolerating. And who doesn't want to hurt you to the extent that, that you can't handle. Right? It's like, you know pick and choose. We all have our poisons. We just choose different ones. But we all we all have that flame. We all have that light. That doesn't make them your soulmate. It just means that they're a soul. And they match your frequency. They match your vibe. You like what you see. You like how it feels and you want to hold on to it. But either they're doing the work or they're not. Either you're compensating for what they're not doing or you're not. You know, if you love them that much, then say, fuck it. Where you lack, I fulfill. We're going to have this balance. We're going to be in this union. When I grow my flame grows big, I'm going to bring you up with me. Because I love you that much. That right there, that right there is a soulmate. When they know that your flame is too small for them, but they stick around anyway. They take the pain anyway. Their fingers are fucking burning, but they're still holding on, and they're still doing what they need to do, and they're doing everything they can to raise you up and grow with them. That's a soulmate. That doesn't have to be a lover. That could be a friend. That could be a coworker. That could be a colleague. That could be a mailman. That could be anything or one in your life. That's what a soulmate is. And then you've got divine feminines, divine masculine. Divine feminines and divine masculines are a little bit different than just being a the flame. They are not the flame. They have a flame, but they're more like the northern light, right? They are light. They are light workers. They heal. They are constantly finding themselves on a path with other people who are in need of fixing, right? It's like the person who says, why do I always get the broken ones? It's like every person I date just needs to be fixed and then I fix them and they leave me for somebody else. I'm so sick of this shit. Yeah, you're a light worker. My friend, you radiate so beautifully. You heal, you fix. You get attached and then you do it all over again until you actually say, "I'm done with the karmic lessons." Which is where everyone is collectively because everyone is elevated into the 5D. You know, it's like uh it's like um cell phones. They changed their bandwidth. So they did a lot with uh, analog. It's like the TV. It's sorry, no more bunny uh, ears. We're switching from analog to digital, you know? So it's like, collectively, this planet is switching from 3D to 5D, you know, because we are in orbit and we're getting closer to higher vibrational energy that's influencing us. So we have no choice. But to be in that energy, because it's our habitat, it's our energy, it's the energy around the planet, it's charged, right? The, The planet, we call it the ozone layer, but the planet is a living thing, therefore it has an aura, and as it is in orbit with other high vibrational planets, it gets charged, just like energy influences energy, right? Think of it like a color wheel. Take five people that you communicate with on a regular basis and assign them a color. If they're always around you, put the color closer to one another. So that way their majority of, this, you know, of the new color is bigger than the two individuals. Because you have six feet after your fingertips and above your head and below your feet as your energy. And it's 3D. And they have that too. So, you, that circle color is like the color wheel is yours. The other color is theirs. If they're very close to you, you overlap that energy how you feel is applicable. Then you do that with the other people. Eventually, if you're always interacting with these people and you don't do energy maintenance, your original color kind of just goes away because. The other colors, the external influences from being in your space and around you all the time and talking to you is in your space, even if they're not physically there. Their energy is there. It's overlapping. You lose who you are. So COVID-19 was an opportunity, right? Vibration of four to get stable. right so 2019 covid and I, and I just want to highlight something for people numerology is huge for me um, master numerology number 33 major energy look it up 2019 2 Zero is still two. The one now becomes a three. The three with the nine is what? Twelve. Numerology. One plus two, because you you break down double digits unless it's a master number, becomes three. When did COVID break out? Around March-ish? Around March, which is the month of three. Thirty-three. Master numerology. Three, Trinity. Three, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. COVID, quarantine, right? I am um, social distancing, six feet apart. It should have been 12, but six feet apart, right? That's supposed to take all those external influences away. You know, it's like all those other circles of color that have overlapped yours and changed your original color to something different should have been away from you long enough for you to get your true color back so you can find who you really are inside again and really pursue the things that are are your happiness and not other people's happiness, right? It's like COVID-19 was the opportunity to do the dark night of the soul the the uh, spiritual solitude was huge for covid you know it's like uh what's your truth now that you're not heavily influenced by everybody else's uh energy what is your truth who are you what do you love what are your passions find yourself Because then that makes the now 2021 easier to cope with, right? Because you're in your own color, you're in your own influence, you're maintaining that too, right? You're doing the lime water, you're working with elderberry or hyacinths, and you're keeping yourself clean from external influences. So even when you are socializing and mingling and their color overlaps, yours it makes new energy when they're gone you at the end of the day you clean your energy and you remove all that so you're back to being yourself that's what energy maintenance is um so 2021 should be cakewalk for you not cakewalk because nobody's perfect and we do have our our things to work on excuse me it's like almost midnight and I'm still channeling so um Bottom line is, 2019 that that major energy that forced us to clear ourselves, and be prepared, and go through that that awakening process. So that way, in 2021, we can see things clearly for what they are, and and appreciate, you know, five dimensional life, heaven on earth is is here. You know, um, we're not supposed to be at war. We're supposed to be at peace. You know, some actress posted a a Hitler uh, statement saying that um, the only...